were young and we were free and running Never bothered about what could be coming Every day we danced and life was smiling We were young and drunk in love Yo, what's going on, Bronado? It's your boy, Jerry, the TR Expert Washington. It is March the 23rd. It's a Tuesday. Hope you're having a terrific day. <laughs> yeah, so uh, today we have an interesting podcast. I uh, went a little existential, existential, wow, that was hard to say, but I went a little bit out there today because, um, you know, I was actually meditating and this came up to me. It was something that I've I've thought about before in the past and it just kind of came back to me. So I wanted to talk about it again. I don't know if I've talked about it this on on this podcast, but I've talked about it with other people and I've talked about uh, what it's like to walk through that valley of the shadow of death. And let me, I want to talk about that just for a brief moment because I know that might be off-putting for those of you that like are not familiar with the Bible. Uh, But there's a passage in the Bible in Psalms that that talks about, yea, uh, yea, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death and I fear no evil. Something similar to that. I can't think off the top of my head what exactly it says, but it's similar to that. And I used to think when I was younger, like, what the hell does that even mean? And today I wanted to talk about that in the context of the coronavirus, because right now we are essentially walking through this valley of the shadow of death. And what this meditation here is essentially about is like the hero, a few of the heroes of the past. I talked, talk, mentioned them briefly, but really, it's about why is it sometimes when we're faced with these difficult situations, do some people learn and other people's other people burn or get burned? I just I was trying to rhyme learn and burn, <laughs> but why do people? Some people learn and why do some people get burned? And it's it, there's a couple reasons why, and I actually want to discuss that because I think that we that it has a lot to do with what is going on currently with this coronavirus situation. So. If you will, I really would appreciate it if you enjoy this podcast episode. If you're a fan of the existential episodes, uh, feel free to share them with other friends that you believe might also find value in this episode. Like I said, this is going to be an interesting one. This is going to be real, uh, real, a real deep po- problem solver for a few people, I believe, because uh, there are some things that even myself, I, I, in listening to it, I, I identify with a few things in there. And so, like you know, this is one of those things that applies to everybody. It's not just for uh, people that are really looking for uh, some kind of self-improvement, but it's really just an an introspective look that I offered for you to like really think about what's going on right now and how we can actually learn from this particular situation. So I would love for you to learn from the situation. I'd love for you to share this with your friends and family members and anybody you might know that might also learn from the situation. And also, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review if you have found value in this one, because that would be really good. And yeah. So yeah, so we're going to get this episode underway. Episode number 361 of the TR Expert Talks. What goes down must go Lego!
All right, so we are in the thick of this, and actually, uh, breaking news, as of uh, earlier on today, maybe last night, <laughs> this, it's, this coronavirus uh, quarantine is quite possibly, well, it's quite possibly on the tail end. It's, it, that's the optimistic uh, perspective, but it's looking like that right now. It's like um, China is starting to have their people uh, released, <laughs> I guess, so to speak, out into the streets, and our president... Uh, said something or reiterated something similar to that uh, not too long ago in the news. So we'll see how it goes. I've seen some pieces that of people are, are talking about if we do it strategically, we could probably get away with uh, making it happen because at the end of the day, there's no such thing as a 0% chance of, of spread of anything, right? So at the end of the day, it's like kind of mitigating the issues between or mitigating the, re, the results of... N- not having and not having an economy versus uh, how much of a chance you'll get people sick. So I mean, it, it's a tough situation. I don't, I don't, <laughs> you know, I am not jealous of anybody that has to make that decision because that's a tough one. You're, that's one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of decisions. You know, like <laughs> like you let people out and people get mad because they feel like you're not paying attention to public safety. You don't let people out, the economy crashes and people are really pissed off. Like you know six months down the road when we can't afford to give them money and then we look like you know well not a third world country but we definitely if we have a country full of people that are not working we're definitely uh, gonna have some issues you know obviously it's a we could we're we're i think we're smart people in this country and we're very uh in, ingenuitive i think that's a good word to say to use uh, we always bounce back we find ways to make things happen but i think in the case that uh, other people uh, in the case that the type of environment that we live in now, everything's moving 100, you know, 100 miles an hour. And if anybody slows down for just a couple moments, uh, they can quickly get overtaken. Yeah, it, I mean, look, it doesn't sound like very humanistic uh, the way I'm putting it. But, you know, if you think about it in the long run, you got to you got to make a choice. So, I mean, I, that's why I'm not in power. I'm not jealous of anybody in power making that choice. Because, Like I said, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You really are going to piss off a lot of people either way. So. That's not what I wanted to talk about, but in this, in this, in the light of this virus situation, that is kind of what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about the only way up because look, we are down right now, right? We are in a situation where <laughs> we <laughs> we are all struggling. You know, people are frustrated because they want to leave the house. Other people are frustrated about people that are leaving the house when they're not allowed to leave the house. You know, people are you know sick. People are not sick and they're in the house and they're like, why am I, you know, there's a lot of frustration here. But at the end of the day, what we're looking at right now is almost a complete halt to the economy and a complete halt to social, well, not complete halt, but it's a definite alteration, an unexpected alteration to social interaction. So we're kind of down in the dumps right now collectively. And I would say that there's some things that I remember growing up. I used to go to this uh, Bible school. I was like, uh, my mom, she, you know, my mom's Jamaican. So Jamaicans for the most part from Jamaica. Well, I shouldn't say for the most part, but uh, a lot of Jamaicans that I know, and that might be a bit biased, but a lot of Jamaicans I know are very religious people. So my mom brought me up to like be in the church. And I remember a lot of learning about a lot of biblical stories. And I remember Heroes like David, who slew Goliath, and Abraham, who pretty much began his life at like 70 years old. Or even Moses, who, you know, everyone knows single-handedly freed his people from slavery. So I used to think about all these people, and I, think, I used to think about how awesome they were. And I used to think about, like, there's one thing 
that always scared me about this whole situation that I remember hearing a story about, you know, not the story, but that whole thing about walking in the valley of the shadow of death. And I thought about that in relation to these heroes from the past, because essentially that, you know, whatever you believe in the Bible, a lot of those things uh, that you can take from the Bible are philosophies. You know, maybe some of the stories, maybe they are, can, are, might be open to interpretation. But there's a lot of life lessons that you can take from the Bible. And one of them was, as I said, walking through the valley of the shadow of death and fearing no evil. And, and you could probably, like, pick that story apart, like, two million ways. And I've tried to try to figure out exactly what it means. But from what I got from that, I felt like... That was kind of telling us how to be a good person. That walking through the valley of shadow of death was telling us how to be a good person. And I think about, in the con- think about that in the context of now, how we have this coronavirus and how we have this essential valley of the shadow of death, or what seems to be the valley of the shadow of death. We don't know what the numbers are. I mean, there's numbers that skew from a 1% mortality rate or fatality rate to a 3.8%, which is higher than the flu. So... You know, who knows? But at the end of the day, we are in this valley that is the shadow of death. And I think like to myself, like, why? Why do people have to walk through this valley in the first place? And to be honest with you, today I want to offer you my perception on the valley of, of the shadow of death and evil in itself. And as I said, you could probably pick that particular story apart like a, a million different ways. But when think of why so many people like are unhappy in their lives, because you know a lot of people are not not happy right now, I and mean, obviously that's a disaster that came about. But there's people like Solzhenitsyn. Uh, I can't say his name, but Alexander Solzhenitsyn, and he was a survivor. And he wrote a story about like how this thing, you know, this thing happened to a lot of people. It was like six million people. They said that 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 died. Who knows how many people were in, were encamped in the, at that time? But even though he could have easily blamed him being, you know, being a, a, a Holocaust victim on Hitler and Stalin, he would have been very justified and had every right to uh, blame it on them. He still took it upon himself to take personal responsibility for his for his being part of this Holocaust or being part being imprisoned during the Holocaust. So, and what he did is essentially he realized, like we all realize, that the greatest victories in life are usually preceded by the greatest sacrifices. Now, this technically wasn't a sacrifice, but when you take personal responsibility for these, for whatever happens to you, then everything that quote unquote doesn't happen the way you want it to, or anything that happens that doesn't really isn't isn't really positive to your life. I guess I can't say. I I, I am hesitating to say things that happen to you because I try not to say that because things happen for you. But when you are locked up as a Holocaust uh, internment victim or Holocaust victim, you have to say you have to you know obviously that's some somebody put you there. You know you didn't lock yourself up. But if you take the responsibility, then you realize that it's not something that happened to you, but it's a sacrifice. So. And looking at that and writing about it and actually kind of more or less confessing his own responsibility for being uh, uh, imprisoned, he actually sped up, he actually sped up, believe it or not, the, the fall of communism in Russia by writing that. 
I mean, it didn't happen obviously during the during World War II, but he wrote about it later on after his experience because he didn't really, you know, he essentially wrote it from memory after he was released, and he, you know, people were really impressed by the fact that someone that was a Holocaust victim could take responsibility for that, and what he did in writing that. And writing that that his his account of the whole situation is that he actually did what all of us have to do as we walk through the valley of the shadow of death is that you have to rid yourself of all the things that are a part of you that aren't necessarily or that aren't actually necessarily uh, they're not necessary for your advancement essentially so what you're doing when you're going through these terrible things, no matter if it's self-inflicted or if it's something that happened that happened to you or something that should be teaching you a lesson, you go through this valley and you confront those evils. You have to when you're going into that valley, you can well you can do one or two things. You can be fearful and literally try to run through the valley, covering your eyes and being totally oblivious to all the things that have been holding you back, and just go through the other side and probably <laughs> probably run right into another valley because you didn't learn anything. Or what you can do in that dark valley where evil faces you is you can confront it. You can confront evil, confront those things in your life, those things that you may be doing that you know are not correct, those things that are happening to you or that you're allowing happen to you. And you can say, hey, no more. You know, or you just stay in that valley. So, I mean, this is a little deep for a normal Tuesday uh, podcast. I try to keep it a little light, but I think this actually will give a lot of value to people because a lot of people are looking around during this coronavirus quarantine and this whole situation and they're looking and saying like these conspiracy theories, saying that these governments cause it, saying that it's a cover up for something else even bigger, like these near earth objects that people are talking about. Uh, There's all kinds of different theories as to why this is happening, but it doesn't matter why it's happening. It matters if you're going to learn something from it. It matters if you learn how to how to be with yourself, how to love yourself, because that's what we are. Essentially, we're forced to do. The, the Earth essentially said to us, "Look, we've had enough of you. Go to your room." <laughs> and so we literally have to go to our room. So, like I said, there's nobody in the world like we. Like I said, there's things there's things that we can learn from this. There's things obviously how to learn, love ourselves, how to wash our hands is another thing. But at the end of the day, it's really about us going through this experience and not blaming anybody, but just really seeing what this experience of darkness can teach us. So I just really feel that it's important for us to learn this lesson because, you know, you can go through an experience and it can be terrible and then you don't learn the lesson. And then what is the reason for the lesson? And who knows? Maybe there isn't a reason for the lesson. But I like to think that when you do, do go through darkness, there is a le- reason for the lesson. Or there is a lesson to be had at the very minimum. So there hasn't been anybody in the world that's ever, you know, that's ever gotten what they wanted simply by wishing for it. You know, you have to work for it. And you, know, you have to work really hard because, like, that dark is... It's dark, but that, that hard work, it burns. It burns a lot of doubts. And in, in, in creating that burning and in, you know, enlighten that fire that burns those doubts, you find your way out of the, that valley of darkness. You find your way out because you know, you're, you're illuminating those, those doubts and you just become someone that is a little bit stronger because of that. You burn off what you don't need you burn off those doubts, and you come out on the other end a little bit stronger. As you know, life, you know, it's not easy. But at the end of the day, if you consistently practice walking through that valley of the shadow of death, and you fear no evil, you'll understand that in the end, 
Faith through good work will always lead you to the promised land. And this is how it works. You know, faith, your faith comes through good works. Now, obviously, not everything happens good when you, when you have good intentions. But if you have that faith, that eventually it'll work out the way it should. And that you go through that, that valley of darkness with the light. That light will show you the path to walking through faith. So, in other words, the only way up is down. So, it's just something I want us all can think think about. You might want to listen back to this maybe one or two times, just kind of get to what I'm I'm talking about here because it's deep. You know, like most people just think that oh, I have this situation that's going on, and I have this coronavirus situation or whatever whatever the situation of the day might be. People feel like hey, this is happening to me, and I just need to get through it. But it's definitely more than that. You need to do more than just get through it because if you do if you do settle for just getting through it, the, the likelihood that you'll go through something very similar will be very very high so walk through the valley of shadow death with your eyes open illuminate your path by burning off those doubts burning off those things that you don't need and while you're burning off those things maybe run a little bit you might burn some calories too <laughs> but and that's another thing that you can burn off that you don't need as well right you know you, you need a few calories but we don't need as many as we consume a lot of times that's why we have such a high obesity rate in this country so you know, I could be twofold. That's definitely something that uh, you know, we can uh, take into account, considering that this this is a health podcast, right? You know, it's not only not only good for you to burn off those doubts, but it's also good to burn off those calories because it's just one of those things that you just don't need, or at least one of those things you just don't need in excess. <laughs> so yeah, um, I think we'll end on that note. I think you know, uh, I think I've pretty much said that I will. I've said everything that I want to say. You know what, though? Uh, I wanted to go into a, into a conclusion, but we're going to just end this with this final thought. So, look, I get it in terms of, like, where we are. You know, like, not a lot of people want to sacrifice. Not a lot of people want to go through this valley of the shadow of death and learn something. You know, you just want to get through it. But part of that getting through something is to sacrifice something. You know, you just you can't get through something that's going to change you unscathed because then that means you haven't changed and you're not going to get anything different than what you've already gotten. So you've got to sacrifice in some way, some way. Obviously nobody wants to hear about that or even talk about it, but honestly it's what a lot of people are lacking in their lives. And I don't, I want you to make sure that you understand that sacrifice is not suffering. It's not the same. Suffering is unnecessarily going through these suffering is essentially what you'd be doing. If you're running through the Valley of the shadow of death and not looking at anything, just wondering why this keeps happening to you, why this keeps happening to you. And it's supposed to, (laughs) you gotta understand that it is happening to you because you need to learn something from the situation. So open your eyes. If you can, especially if you're in a situation where you feel like you keep running your head against a brick wall, it's probably something that you need to be learning that you refuse to learn. So open your eyes, my friend, because we all can learn something from every situation in our lives, whether it's something menial, like, you know, maybe washing your hands that could turn, (laughs) that turns into something really big as we see. So no matter if it's menial or not, I mean, it's good to learn the lesson because as we've found out, something as menial, as small, as minuscule, as a problem as not washing your hands can turn into a humongous problem. All right, buddy. So, uh, yeah, that's what I got for you today. A longer one. Hopefully you listen to it in, in its entirely. I hope that you actually even listen to it maybe more than once because, like I said, this is kind of a deeper one. And I think that it's, uh, worth, some, it's worth some consideration into how you're actually living your life and what you're actually doing to get from where you are to where you want to be. All right, I hope you had a terrific Tuesday or whenever you're listening to this. I really do appreciate you listening. And as always, 
keep good company.